Welcome to Smart Amazing Conversations with Dr. Nancy, a podcast that takes a look at stories of life and leadership for smart, amazing women and men like you. The way I can give support to the world right now is by showing up. Uh, the most important thing is don't think just that you have to bring anything. Bring yourself, show up. If you are in a position of leadership and a position of management, bring women along with you. Supporting women is Dr. Nancy's passion and her purpose, and talking with other women and men who promote women's leadership is one of her favorite things to do. I've yet to meet a woman who did not know what she really wanted. She was just either afraid to ask the questions or she was afraid of what the answers meant. Their stories connect us and help us understand that the possibilities are endless if we support each other and lift other women up. Trust is created by persistent identity. I show up in my conversations, I build relationships, I show up as myself time and time and time again, and trust is built. It's one conversation at a time. Adam Torres is host of the Mission Matters series of shows, ranked in the top 5% out of 2,617,524 podcasts globally. As co-founder of Mission Matters, a media, PR, marketing, and book publishing agency, Adam is dedicated to amplifying the voices of entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and experts. An international speaker and author of multiple books on business and investing, his advice is featured regularly in major media outlets such as Forbes, Yahoo Finance, Fox Business, and CBS, to name a few. Prior to establishing Mission Matters, Adam amassed a roster of clientele of over 1,000 business owners and 3,000 high net worth families in more than 14 years in the financial services industry. Before his exit, Adam was responsible for the relationship management of over 400 families with a cumulative net worth exceeding $500 million. And now, here's Dr. Nancy and her guest, Adam Torres. Welcome, Adam. Uh, I'm so excited to see you again. This is not our first meeting. We've met before, and uh, we've got some exciting things that are going to be happening with uh, with our two organizations and with several other organizations, because you and I both know missions matter, mm-hmm. and uh, collaboration is key, and partnerships are key. That's mm-hmm. That's no problem. We are on the same page, no doubt about it. So, you know, I always start these conversations out, and I think I mentioned to to you last time when we talked, is your story. And you and that's one of your first statements is the story is what is important. And I actually believe that has been my go-to since I started doing podcasts, are really getting people to tell me their stories about who they are today. How did you get to be you today? Because you've gone through a journey mm-hmm. and now you're sitting there and all those experiences and knowledge and ups and downs and mountains and valleys are there. And most people see someone successful like you and they go, ah, it's been so easy for you. And you and I both know the people that truly oftentimes are the most successful had have had challenges out the, you know, the boo-boo, but they've used them as opportunities. So my, my guess is that is who you are. So tell me about you, the Adam that I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you, Dr. Nancy, for having me on the show. It uh, it truly is an honor, and um, I'm just a big fan of what you're doing over at Women Connect for Good. And uh, I, I did receive two books in the mail, and you better believe <laughs> that uh, you know, I have some surprises coming up. You'll see some promo that's coming out for those, but you better believe I've been digging um, through those, and uh, I can't wait to share more of that with you in another, another format. But to answer your question, uh, who is Adam? So first, 
first off, when you think of this media, media personality and all the things that you see out there, and if you Google, you know, Mission Matters or my name, you're going to see quite a bit, but you're right. It, it didn't start like that. Like, no, no, not at all. And it never does. Right. Um, but I started off really a pretty corporate America type of guy. Oh, where, Went where to college. Did... Let's start. Let's start way Oh, back. go further. Oh, yeah, first, oh, I'm from, so I'm from Michigan. I'm from Detroit originally. My, okay. my mother was a social worker. My dad was a small business owner, okay. owned an automotive body shop. So okay. um, that, that's where it all began in Detroit. <laughs> okay. So hardworking mom and dad and mom being a social worker taught, taught you a lot about people and being thoughtful and caring. And so, yeah, uh, was that kind of your mentor as far as where you, you not only went into business, but also began to really think about how, how important it is that missions and their stories or people's stories are so important. Was she kind of your, your go-to there? Not only that, but my my trainer. If I really even think think harder about it, so I was I was an only child, so I was pretty much having adult conversations, and since I was probably five, uh, so I was always talked to a little bit differently. My parents didn't really shelter me about the world and what was mm -hmm. going on around me. Um, and she worked specifically, I guess you'd say her niche is the word we use nowadays, but high risk youth. So she was the the um, the second employee at Covenant House of Michigan, and she yeah. helped build that organization for for um, for Michigan. So I grew up in that environment of nonprofits and giving back. And I was actually as a teenager back then, I helped move them into their first building in Michigan. So I remember lifting chairs and dust. And hey, I've been in it for a long time in the nonprofit space, helping out. Well, and you know, and I did the exact same thing with my children. I got married in college. And then I have a, for every, well, almost for every child, I have a degree. But uh, when I got my doctorate, I thought it should happen. I went, no, not another kid. But, but you know, <laughs> I did. I took my kids to, you know, they grew up with, with books. They grew up, I mean, taking them to different places. I worked with uh, parents of, uh, I worked with foster parents. I also mm -hmm. worked with parents that had, had, had gone through difficult times and had to surrender their children and working towards, mm -hmm. you know, reuniting. So again, I'm, they went to they went through all that with me with their with mm -hmm. showing up they took care of the nursery they were there and watched because i think it really does impact especially at that age mm -hmm. the importance of of thinking about others you know involving mm -hmm. and thinking about others and and how you fit in the world so okay mm -hmm. your story okay so for the mayor where'd you go you said you're trained or something um yeah, I mean, so those conversations. So I feel like that was my early training, and I mean, to this day, my and any humor I have or whatever, like my mom, she's just she's the one. Uh, she's she's the one that really I didn't realize all of those conversations. I always said, I mean, if she was born in this time, in terms of like you know, it went social media, all these other things like that. I mean, if she would have had a podcast, I'm still trying to get her to do one, by the way. But she's yeah. she's retired; she won't do it. But I'm just saying, though, she would have. Um, that would have been uh, like just more to give back. And that's where that this idea of story. So when I as our, a theme in our conversation of having other people tell their stories, I mean, one of the concepts and the thoughts that I have is, I wish my mother would, you know, you know, tell her story and give more back in terms of that, because not everybody understands 
the power of it. And really that her voice in this example is going to resonate to somebody differently than your voice is or than yeah. my voice is. So it's yeah. not, we don't live in this age, in my opinion anymore, where it's just the celebrity or the MBA person or the professional athlete should have a platform. In my opinion, like all of us telling our stories, like that's the platform. That's the, that's what's going to move civilization forward. Yeah. Um, now I didn't start there. So after, you know, after, you know, growing up, I, I went to, uh, went to, you know, college, some of the normal things there, went to Michigan State, and I also, um, you know, international relations, so come being from Detroit, I didn't really have, I didn't know too many people that really traveled, so I didn't, I didn't know anybody that had been to Europe or then many other places, so the area that I was at, like, it was a big deal if you went to, you know, Cedar Point or something else like that, it wasn't, not too many people went abroad, so once I turned 18, I, I, you know, made it a point to see a lot of the world and, uh, and to start traveling pretty quickly through when I was in college. So at Michigan State, um, um, ended up, you know, graduating fast forward a bit, um, almost, you know, spent a bunch of time in, in finance. So I worked in finance for almost 14 years um, and really just had a good corporate career working everywhere from, you know, the Vanguard Group, Charles Schwab, like all the big companies you'd expect. Yeah. Um, managed a little under a couple hundred million dollars before exiting and, and kind of starting this new chapter of my life, um, which I didn't even know was happening. And where did it all start from a book? I wrote a book and uh, I had an, I had two companies going at the time. One was a uh, RIA, so a financial advisory firm. And then the other was really just a shell company to hold a book that I, that I had um, written reluctantly. And I say reluctantly, cause I still hadn't understood the power of story. Like yeah. my, my mentor, Chris um, basically said, write this book. And I'm like, I don't want to. I was against books. I'll admit back then I had a little yeah. bit more of a chip on my shoulder. I was this finance guy like who who writes books or why would you do that or who that's like, not manly. No, that's not that's manly. that was me. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was, you know, I, I started in that career when I was 16. So my my um my uh my surroundings and my environment was, you know, a bunch of people in suit and tie. Nothing against that for anybody that watches any of my shows now. I'm in a suit yeah, and tie sure. almost every day anyway, but well, but I kind of had that I had that chip on my shoulder and I didn't really understand and until I crossed over to um, what I like to say is the uh, the publishing side or once I was in ink just these things started happening like the power of somebody reaching out to you and saying that you helped them somebody you don't even know and just like you wouldn't I was it was no to me and to this day to me there's no nothing groundbreaking I said in there but just me being vulnerable sharing my stories and my experiences the people that read those um, that read that book they were you know the, the 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 response I got back and then even some of the opportunities I mean that came with that was just unbelievable to me. Well the word you used is the most important word of all is being vulnerable and also transparent and I think that's part of the I mean, that, you know, that has probably been the best part of the digital world and the virtual mm -hmm. world is that people can truly be comfortable being themselves and, and really that vulnerability, I think really, when we, when we share our stories, there's always a connection. You know, I, I, I have an equestrian center, so I love horses, but if I tell a horse story, there's always a person that has a horse or a history of a horse or somebody in their family with a horse. So I think anytime mm -hmm. we share any stories, you know, even being being from Detroit, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. but traveling abroad, I mean, you definitely had the best education of all just by 
uh, stepping out, stepping beyond your boundaries and creating new boundaries and creating that vulnerability and that transparency, which is so fantastic. I am gonna I am gonna challenge you with the term, and I do this all the time. So don't be don't don't mm-hmm. feel uh, you're 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 being uh, t- looked at differently. But are you are you picking on me, Doctor Nancy? I am. No, I'm, I'm gonna pick on you right now. So get ready. <laughs> Don't puff up on me, whatever you do. Um, No, the word social profit. Use that Mm. instead of non-profit. I hate that term. Every time somebody uses it, my skin crawls. You know, I'm a 501c3, social profit organization. Mm -hmm. In fact, I did a a piece for for the United Way, and these were all social profit organizations. Mm. So when I began to talk about what they were and use that term social profit, Mm -hmm. and they, they started to they started to get taller and bigger mm-hmm. and smile more. Mm-hmm. So, so I think I think in the business world, especially when you start to use terminology that defines mm-hmm. it in a way that people understand. Let, let's face it, Adam. Today, if all the social profit organizations went away mm-hmm. today, this afternoon, this world would not function. We would yeah. not function today. But anyway, mm-hmm. going back to your to your whole issue about I mean, the whole importance of stories. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you've made you've made it. You've created a a, a community of mm-hmm. people, like-minded people who care. All right, so all right, so the books, the podcasts. Okay, so what best practice? How how can a person best share their story? And you and I both, mm-hmm. spent, uh, you know, when we do these podcasts, we're trying to get the very <laughs> best out of the out of the person. I want the very yeah. Okay. But also the things that people would not necessarily ask about mm-hmm. or know about mm-hmm. that you would share. You know, if you if you and I are getting to be best friends, you know, or we're yeah. best friends, you're going to share the good and the bad and the ugly with me. So mm-hmm. what what is it people share with you or you want them to share with you that really brings that connection and that, mm-hmm. remember, that connection is what it is all about. Yeah. Well, the first thing I do, so I'll answer that maybe two different ways. So one way is um, what you mentioned was authenticity and some of the themes, just the themes that you're going to say, like that's that's one kind of thought process. And I, I tell people that they don't have to make things up. And so what I mean by that is, so back in the day, I don't know what it's called now, but um, I, I was taught it was like your stump speech. It was basically your, you know, what, what somebody said that they said over and over and over again, you know, for many, many years. You think about some of the best speakers ever, your, your Oprah's, your, yeah. your Tony Robbins, your Les Fun. Browns, your Jim Fun. Rohn. Yeah. They've, yeah. Shared the, they've shared the same story for years decades it's the same story different variations but your story really doesn't change so what I just even what we talked about right now I mean what your future I mean that evolves right that changes but where you've been that doesn't really change that much so um because in terms of how you how you communicate it you might get better at doing it over years and, and you might communicate different portions of your past um, depending on your audience, but you don't even have to get that complicated in the beginning. Like the main thing is, is just get, get your stump speech down, like how you share your story, like be able to share that in a one minute format, in a five minute format, and maybe, maybe a 10 minute format, but the one in five minute format, I feel like that's where you start. Like you can rehearse that, okay. you can listen give to me, it, you can- Give me your stump speech give me the give me five things or four things or three things that you when somebody walks away from talking to you adam what are the three mm-hmm. things that you most want them to know about you as they're walking away 
So I, I always start out with, first off, great to meet you. And I'll just tell you, um, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to get people to share their stories. I don't care if they share it through a podcast, book publishing, PR media. I don't care if they use our, our company or somebody else's. The main thing is share your story. Don't let it go to the grave with you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's that's my that's my stump speech. I'll say that that I could say a thousand different ways, depending on depending on the uh, on the and if you think about it, if you broke that down, you know what I do, you know what my company does, you know why I'm so passionate about this, like all those things. And that was and that was the short one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and when I talk to people, and actually I do a video every day and goes on uh, goes on Instagram, but it's that you're special and you're unique. Mm. There's nobody like you or me in the yep. whole wide world. We're actually completely different than everyone else. And so, mm. you know, and I think what happens, especially for women, that we we spend a lot of time comparing ourselves with one another. And then and then we're also been we've also been taught by the media and the marketplace mm. to compare ourselves mm. with possible impossible measures and comparisons. Yeah. You know, you look at things, be young, be 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 beautiful, be thin, you know. And for men, mm -hmm. I think the same is be virile, be powerful, and be yeah. strong. You know, and so I think we 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 all have those those things that we have to get past that really again that we can go back to that vulnerability and we can go back to asking for help asking for help yeah. i think that is the the most important thing is this asking for help i mean mm -hmm. what, what i mean isn't that when when you think of that especially women when we ask for help or or for men what about that what do you think about that yeah. asking for so help. I mean, asking for help, it, it's a big deal. Um, and I just, I just now, I'm, I'm actually just getting through a book right now that was written by um, one of my fraternity brothers. And I just now, we, so he was a little bit younger than us, me going through college. And he, um, I didn't even know this, just to put it in perspective, in the book he shares that there was a period after his master degree and between him getting a job and after his master degree where he didn't have enough food to eat and he was sleeping in his car. Talk about like when you talk about stereotypes of and why, because he was too proud to ask for help. Like he just didn't want to, I mean, he has a whole ton of fraternity brothers on campus, other people, myself. I mean, I was older, so I was already working. I mean, there was no limit yeah. to resources. He's one of those guys that just to give you an example, he's a, he's an international, he was an international student and he, you know, came up with this organization called, um, I think it's Homies Thanksgiving. And basically he organized this, this event for um, international students, essentially, that, or, or individuals that couldn't go back home for Thanksgiving so that they wouldn't be by themselves in, in their dorm room like depressed over Thanksgiving. So oh, now yeah. that 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 meal is celebrating its 20th anniversary according to the book. And now and now the university funds it. So he's that kind of person that has given like I mean light years ahead of what most people, myself included, will do in terms of giving on a daily basis. Yeah. But, um and need and yeah. ask for help. Yeah, but don't you think, Adam, though, that most everything that's truly created that ends up being successful, I say my passion is my work and my work is my passion. But mm. oftentimes many things that, that we are we are creating, which is, again, Mission Matters, your yeah. huge piece of wonderful storytelling and all the different mm. things you're doing to help people. But but that it's that personal thing that in our own life, in our own gut mm -hmm that really pushes us to make a difference. And for me, Women Connect for Good was really getting women to understand if we don't support each other, 
and we don't mm -hmm. collaborate and we don't partner, we're never going to be successful. We're never going to get mm -hmm. to the get uh, get anywhere in this world because it's going to take all of us working together, men, women, and all of us working together. So for me, it's always been uh, from the personal gut, the gut experience that I had of not feeling supported by women and not mm -hmm. being able to do things I wanted to do, or even being uh, even being chastised for the things that I was being successful at. So mm -hmm. I mean, again. Uh, mission matters. This is something you said your mother was a social worker and mm -hmm. she put, impressed upon you the importance of making sure that people understand. You know, I, 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 tell, I tell you this, this is a little secret, but you know, when people say, oh, I can't wait to retire, I look at them and go. <laughs> and then, you know, I've actually said, well, if you're going to retire, don't use my oxygen because I need it. You know, if you're not going to need it go sit in the corner and retire i'm don't use my oxygen so anyway yeah. okay, let's talk about you and I, you uh, mission matters and women connect for good because i'm so mm -hmm. excited about this and this is another example of what you're doing with mm -hmm. so many other people uh the first volume your women's book uh was came out 18 women how to be mm -hmm. successful in life and business and it's wonderful and now you're talking about this next volume, which is mm -hmm. the second volume, which is Women Helping Women, which is perfect for Women Connect for Good. But getting all these people together, and this is this is what Leading Women was. The first book mm -hmm. was 50 women talking about the importance of the things that they were doing in their life. And the most important thing they were doing was supporting other women and their mission mm -hmm. and their dreams and their aspirations. So you're pretty much doing the same thing. We're kind of on the same pathway, aren't we? Oh my gosh, when I, so um, I don't know if we've mentioned this so far, but where we met is you were on my show. So that's the first time that that we met. And when I got to know more about your organization, I felt your energy when I just saw and I kind of, I looked under the hood, did my deep dive online and just seeing what, what you're up to. Cause I've, you know, I interview a lot of people. I just wanted to see like what, you know, make sure that what you were presenting was authentic and that what I felt was real. And I was pleasantly surprised to see that, you know, not always did your feeling match up, but it did in this case. And I saw the work that you and your team were doing. I saw the organization and, and I, and when I went on your book page and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, it was almost like I met like a, you know, a sister, like a kindred spirit in this. We're, because we're, we're brothers and sisters. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. It's, it's, it's what do you, such what do you, a What do you want your nickname to be? Um... <laughs> <laughs> some people call me uh some people call me mayday there you go adam mayday. backwards okay. adam backwards it's like help <laughs> that's wonderful no i think i think that's the exciting thing about what we're both doing i know mm -hmm. that for me is that i mean every podcast that i have I, many people i've not met before and it really is an opportunity to find out another piece of the world and what other people are doing and there are amazing things going on out there. Mm -hmm. It's just that you have to build that community. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to think it's a movement. I'd like to think that we're in a movement of finding like-minded people, men and women who are doing great things in the world. You know, we, we need that more than ever right now. We yeah. need the positives. We need the people that really care about other people and not the ones that, uh, you know, I mean, we, you've run into them and I've run into them. They're, they're, they're nothing yeah. but they're out for themselves. That's all yeah. they're out for. So I'm looking forward to this collaboration. I think we've got about 30 women that we're going to send you the names of that we feel would be excellent uh, people for the next uh, your next volume. So it's going to be exciting. So tell us, okay, what what's what's in your future? I know we've only got a few more minutes, yeah. but tell us what what's coming up for you. <clears throat> what's coming up? 
What do you want? So, so I'll, I'll tell you, um, the, the main thing that I'm excited about right now is our next book. Um, in terms of what's coming up for the, for the company and just in general, um, really our mission is to execute on amplifying stories. Every book that we've done, just this amazing theme of, of like, it's like you're creating this concoction almost, or just this special piece to me. And everyone is a little bit different. It's completely an art, and it really is, publishing. And to create a great work that's going to last, that's going to be something that people want to want to read and that they'll benefit from long-term, like, I think that's the path we're on. And I a lot of, my, my my team is super dedicated, as is yours. We've had the opportunity to work with them. And and uh, just to see like the hearts behind it, like that's what makes books special. That's what makes the project special. So um, I am just so thrilled and focusing and hunkering down on this. And then also doing these interviews. So as, you, as you're aware, I will interview all of the authors. They'll all come on our show. And now I feel like this energy and this, you know, this relationship that we're building it's going to carry over in the sense of like, I get to learn them too. And it kind of, it kind of just speeds things in terms of networks and, and everybody kind of knowing and meeting other like-minded people. The way I, the, the short of it is this, um, would you, when we invite somebody to a book, it's like inviting them to our dinner party, our little small table of people that we're going to have a conversation yeah. with. Who, who would you invite to that dinner party? Only people you'd want at your table. Yeah. So to me, I'm, I'm just, I'm thrilled about this project and that is what's next. Well, and, and you're right. The, the people that I've gotten to know over the last several years, again, mm -hmm. have become good friends because yeah. we, we do. I, I think when you do find your, your like-minded people in your community that you trust and they trust you and you can ask mm -hmm. for help, asking and giving help to each other, you create this network, this amazing network of people that you just can't, you can't you can't buy it just it yeah. just so it's a natural organic process that you know and i look forward to that and all the people that we'll bring together as well so mm -hmm. uh, all right so how did they reach you learn more about the books that you currently have and that uh how they can get get involved some of these people may want to be the, your next chat in yeah. your next chapter well, well, one thing I'll say first off, I'm just going to, I'm going to put this out in the universe, Dr. Nancy. I hope okay. that after this book project is done, that we get to meet in person and have a big old book party slash launch slash celebration. I'm just putting that in the universe. We haven't you're, talked about it in yet, LA. I'm in, I'm, I'm in Columbus, which is 45 miles from LA. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing come, it out there. You got to come see the horses. I've got two little foals right now that are Omega uh, and Unity that you just have to see baby horses. There's nothing like it. Oh, I'm in. Um, so, I, okay, I was putting that in the universe, so that's going to happen. Uh, but if somebody wants to follow up and learn more, really, all they have to do is just go to, um, you go to missionmatters.com, or if you want to check out all of our content, then just go to um, Ask Adam Torres on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere else. The link in the bio is going to take you to all our content, all our books, everything that we've done in the past, um, all our events. We do a ton of live events. Um, so if you want to meet in person, if you anything like that, you can find it there. So again, ask Adam Torres on all social media. You'll see our link and uh, you'll have a ton of mission matters. So thank you. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to miss your party. I can't be there. That I saw the invitation. I thought, oh darn, I would have. Oh, we do so many. There's like there's we do oh, at least two well, a month. We'll, so there's we'll there's more again. coming for you, <laughs> and there's going to be a special one just for your book. You'll see. Okay. Well, if you need to get out of LA, I know a good place out in the country that you could 
you could totally relax and, and be totally <laughs> vulnerable and totally yourself. So Adam, awesome. thank you. I know this is not the last time. This is one of many times that you and I will connect and have conversations. I look forward to each and every day continuing to work with you. And uh, like I said, I've got a great team and, I, and Melissa tells me you've got a great team. So when we come together, anything is possible. Ah, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Nancy. Have a great day. Adam, thank you. I'll see you later. Bye. If you enjoy these smart, amazing conversations, please subscribe, rate, and review them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And read and enjoy more amazing stories in my books, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life, and Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. Thank you for listening.